0: Every now and then you'll run into someone who is sensationalizing uh, hunting and spirits and mediumship and psychics and all of that. I ran into one particular mother who unfortunately was sensationalizing the situation that was happening in her home to the detriment of her daughter. So I was called out to this farmhouse, not really farmhouse. It was just more of a house out in the middle of nowhere (laughs) and lots of acres, not a lot of houses nearby. You could tell that they gardened, they, you know, had chickens and things like this, but wasn't a full on farm. It was just sort of that kind of homestead feel. And when I got the original call, I actually spoke with the woman on the phone and she was off. I could just tell that she was off. So the first thing I did was, all right, I'm going to ask the question to my guides. Does she have an attachment? Is there something wrong with her? And the guide said, no, 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 you're not going out for her. I said, okay, well, what am I going out for? They didn't answer because, you know, because they, <laughs> they don't always answer when you want them to, right? But they didn't answer it. They just said, you're not going out for her. So continue the conversation. This woman was sporadic. She was just sporadic and she was, um, excitable. She was just excited. And there was something really off about it that I hadn't run into before. So I said, that's fine. Let's schedule this and I'm coming on out and well, let me tell you everything. Let me tell you everything. And I said, well, you can tell me, you know, everything when I get there. And she really wanted to keep me on the phone for a very long time but I had some things that I needed to do. So I just politely said, "Um, I can't go through it right now, but I'm going to see you in a couple of days and uh, we'll go through it when I get to the property. So I arrive, she comes out the door and she's just like, Hey, I'm so glad you're here. This is so exciting. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me take a look around. And instead of, you know, just letting me do my thing she was giving me guidance on what I needed to do next. You know, well, I find that the best thing to do is this or the best thing, and then you should, you should do this and then you could do this and you could do this. And it was a really awkward situation because I thought, well, it, no, that's not how I work. <laughs> and secondly, if you can, then why didn't you? Like, you, you know, why, why are you having somebody else do it? It was really puzzling. So she was speaking as if she knew how to do clearings, top to bottom, which would have been really cool if she did but she didn't clear the property and the property needed to be cleared there was seriously I pulled up and the first thing I sensed was just this heavy primal fear awful oh and so there's something and I knew I had to clear it but she didn't do the clearing and she called me come out to do it it's fine so I just again very politely said to her hey um I, I have kind of a pattern and I do work with my guides and every clearing is very different. So just give me a minute to kind of collect some intuitive information, if that's okay with you. And she's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me everything you get. And so I said, do you want to know everything? She said, yeah, I want to know everything. That's when she brought me in the house, sat me down in the living room. And the things that she said next to me, the things that she said next were the things that made me go, okay, I understand what I'm dealing with here. And we need to approach this differently. We go in the living room. She sits me down, and she says, "You—you've probably already picked up on this, but I want—I want you to know this. I got—I have to show you. I have to show you." And she called her daughter in the room. I'm not going to use any names here, <laughs> um, and I'm going to keep this as generic as I can. But she called the her daughter in the room. The daughter was, I want to say, around eight years old, and. The daughter kind of looked like she didn't want to be standing there. The first thing I do, because I'm a mom myself, the first thing I do is I kind of look around the daughter to see if there's any negative spiritual activity happening to her. Because my first thought was, oh, no, I'm here because there's something happening to a child. I take that very seriously. But there was nothing, you know, around her. And that's when the mom started to tell me, well, this daughter kind of half looked like she wanted to be there and half looked like she'd rather go back to what she was doing. The mom started to say, "You should see what she can do. She connects with all the spirits in the house. She gets these visions that are just intricate and detailed, and they're fascinating. Tell her, tell her, honey, tell Bo about your vision about about the person in the basement. And you could tell this little girl did not want to do this, and oh, I've just my heart's breaking a little bit telling this story because it broke." my heart broke in that living room for that little girl she says well there's a person in the basement and she's kind of sheepish about it and the mom was like do not be you know uh you know humble about this at all listen so there's a man in the basement clearly a murderer he's got a knife and there's blood all over the place and she sees it all the time and you know she she knows he's murdered people and he's really a, a really horrible person tell her tell Bo how you see that man all the time tell her all the details and I was just, Mm-mm. nope. I stopped everything happening in that moment and said, I'm, I'm going to shift gears here really fast. First off, I'm going to go clear your home. Second off, we're going to come back here and have a conversation. I didn't even ask permission. I got up, I went downstairs, looked around. And I'm, I remember walking down the stairs, thinking to myself, Please don't be a murderer down here. Please don't be a murderer down here. Not for me. I, you know, if there's a spirit in the house that was a murderer and he was killing people and I mean, okay, for me, that's my job. I go in and I take care of that. But for this little girl, please say this mom's making this up. Please say that this isn't really happening to this little girl that she's actually seeing this man and these scenes and this, this blood and all of this. And I got down there and there he was, there he was. And he did disappear. Now, this is kind of, I mean, this kind of is how things happen sometimes in houses. But I got down there, and when my energy kind of entered that area, he disappeared. And then I had to go outside, and I could sense his energy outside on on one side of the building. And sometimes they can move around a little bit. It's not like anyone's trapped in a basement because it's a great plot to a horror movie, right? But so he disappeared, and he went out. And I I just kind of kept sensing him and trying to get closer to him and closer to him. And he wasn't really the kind of spirit that was very easily to pull, very easy to pull toward me to, to help him cross over. And I located him, and I went through my typical, you know, steps. I asked my guide, "What do, what do I do? You know, what is what is the advice here?" And the advice here, and the advice was really to sort of set up this like a grid around me and this, this gentleman who was a vicious human being in life love him unconditionally help him to unstick and figure out what's going on with him i had to in that moment let go of my worry about the living little girl which i was really concerned about at that point i had to let go of that and i had to focus in on this on this uh, man to help him transition i had to let go of the judgment around what was happening currently, the judgment of what this man had done in life and simply help the soul cross over, help him to go home. And so I discussed with him, you know, what is it that you're thinking about? What is it you're worried about? Where are you, what's going on? What are you angry about? And I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't remember what his answers were because I was just, i was so so stuck at just helping the little girl that that's more, more of what i remember in the situation so i asked him questions i don't remember what questions uh, we had a discussion i don't remember the details around that discussion but then i was able to help him start to move along in his transition again to cross over when that was done I scanned the entire house there was one female spirit in the home that was a very very positive very very positive female and interestingly, she was related to the girl, but it was like a great aunt. It wasn't like a grandmother direct line or anything like that. It was more like a great aunt. And she was watching over the girl. She also was crossed over as well. So she wasn't stuck. She was just being that incredible, you know, angel on this little girl's shoulder while obviously she was going through all this. So now this is where I'm at. (laughs) The man is cleared. He's, he's been crossed over. He's on his way home. This little girl is in the, in the house with her mom. And I'm now going to walk back in the house. And I have to make a decision on how I approach this, how I handle this. But I'll tell you, the one thing, because I'm, I'm a bit of a mama bear, the one thing I was not going to do was leave without saying something. Leave without um, voicing my concerns and hopefully shaking this mom out of this pattern. So I go back in and I sit down and I said, here's the deal. And the mom right away, tell me everything that happened. I want every single detail. I said, no, I'm not going to go through every single detail. Okay. The man's crossed over the house is cleared. You have people watching that are here from the other side that love you dearly, that are watching over you. Who are they? What are they wearing? What were their names? I mean, it was full on. Um, she wanted a show, she wanted a show. This happens. This happens. And I, and I don't like it, but it does. <laughs> it happens. There are people that get so consumed with these television shows. These shows go far beyond entertainment for them. And they become almost kind of obsessed with them and obsessed with ghosts and huntings and uh, mediums. And they turn it into a very large wow factor instead of what it really is which is a, a tightly woven, intricate balance of love between souls. I mean, it's, it's like way over here versus way over here. And she wanted the show. She wanted the entire show. So I said, how long has this man been in the basement? You know, he's not in the basement, but you know what I mean? This is the question I asked uh, a long time. I mean, weeks and weeks and weeks. And I said, okay, what sparked you to call me? Well, you know, we figured, wait for it. You ready for this? We figured she wouldn't be able to start communicating with other spirits until this one, you know, got out of the way and then maybe cleared some, some room for her to be able to communicate with other spirits. I said, your daughter is very young. Your daughter is very young. This is not something that she should be exposed to. This is not something at this age. Oh, she can handle it. She's mature. She watches all the shows with me. She understands it. I remember looking at the little girl saying, you know, are you okay with this? And when I said it, she shot a look over to her mom as if to try to get the answer from her mom first. And that's when I knew I'm in a situation here that's way over my head. I'm not a professional, you know, for... for child protective or therapist and none of that i'm just a mom with an opinion and i had to approach it that way and say i'm just a mom with an opinion but what your daughter experienced is real she she's like ah oh, see i knew it i knew she could do it i knew she's amazing she's amazing she's amazing i said do you understand that that means that your daughter has literally for weeks had an experience of being in terror over a man that brutally murderizes, murders, murders people and that she can see him. And, and that, that kind of, do you understand how hard that is for a child that young? And she just like kind of paused, got very angry with me, very angry with me. And I turned and I looked at that girl. Um, first, in my head, I said to this, this loving person that was supporting the girl on the other side, like I said, I think if I remember correctly, it was like an aunt or a great aunt who was trying to protect this little girl. Um, I had a tough time protecting her from the, the male because if you think about it, spirits that are in the in between are closer to human living people than spirits that are on the other side, not technically, but as far as just giving this whole concept form, it's it's difficult for a spirit on the other side to intercept what's happening to a spirit that's in the in-between. With that said, <laughs> this woman who was there protecting over the child, you know, I, I, I said to her is, you know, what, what do we do? how do we handle this? Can can she shut this down? And I'm saying this in my mind and I'm communicating with the spirit that's watching over the little girl. And I said, can she shut it off? Is there any way that we can help block this? And she said, yes. I said, okay, fine. And um, well, and the permission to do that, is that an okay thing to do? Cause it's not my place to make that decision in any way, shape or form. And I fully in that moment was definitely dealing with this situation in a very human way. So that means that I'm very, you know, one-lined, linear time. I don't have all the answers. I'm not in the observer position, so I had to ask her, is this okay, and can we do it? Yes and yes, so I said to the mom something along the lines of, she's so young. This is not okay. You might be mad, but you are mixing up a child's experience with these shows that you're watching. This is not something to mess around with. So when your daughter sees something, I want you to remember, it might as well be as if it's really happening to her. So your daughter, you sent your daughter down into the basement over and over and over again to literally talk to a man that murdered people. Would you do that in real life? And you could tell she was angry, but I just had to like say it out loud because It's not okay. It's not okay. And I've seen people get very sidetracked with the shows and the excitement of it and the sensationalism of it, and then lose track of the humanity right around them. And that's what happened. So I didn't even say anything to the mom. I just said to the little girl, if you don't want to see this, you don't have to see it. And again, she bolted her eyes over at her mom, like, I don't know what to say. Not a good sign. But I asked the spirit that was there to protect her to, um, to take any and all energy from me, anything she needed here, have it, have it, have it, have it, to do whatever it took to um, close this off for this little girl until such time as the little girl wants it and or can handle it and to protect her from future situations happening. I knew there was nothing I could do about the mom. Nothing I could do about the mom. We, you know, there, there's some parents that don't get parent of the year. And, and this was one of those situations, um, in, and maybe she's a great parent in all other areas. Maybe just the sensationalism of this, she wasn't able to put it together, that that's actually terrifying for a child. Maybe I, I do prefer to give people the benefit of the doubt because I'm not in their shoes. I'm not in their life. I can't tell you exactly what was going on. I can just tell you what I saw, what I reacted to and what I was able to do about it. I asked permission from someone on the other side. Can you help? Can you take, just take all my energy, take everything you've got and just give it to this little girl and put her in the best place that you know she needs to be. Hopefully that is to not see spirits. Okay. That one was, um, it was a tough one for me. <laughs> it was a tough one for me. And it, it was hard to see a child experience something like that. And it was it really hit really down deep when I, did go down there and see that, yes, indeed, there is a very, very negative male spirit in the building. And this girl really, really was experiencing it. So when it comes to spiritual activity in children, I tend to lean toward the protective side of it. If a child's experiencing a lot of uh, spiritual activity, teach them GCP right away. Now, have them do that practice just like they make their bed in the morning or put their shoes on before school have them start doing that practice teach them about their energetic body and that they can uh, protect that that spiritual energetic body teach them these things now so they can have control over their space because when kids start to have a lot of spiritual experiences visually auditory all that kind of stuff it can be very uh, confusing and frightening for them. Every child's different. Every child's going to have a comfortability factor. Every child's going to hit an age where they know that they're comfortable. But the second, the second you bring in the special factor into a child experiencing something spiritually, you do damage to the child. So please think about that. (laughs) Please think about that. And uh, all day long for yourself. If you really want to dive into this, open your intuition, your intuition is super strong. If you love those shows, if you get so excited about them, that's awesome. Open up your own intuition for yourself, experience things for yourself, go down in a basement, hang out with that guy yourself, (laughs) because that's the, the experience that you want to have. It's possible for you as well. With that said, I'm grateful to that, that beautiful woman that was watching over her from the other side. So grateful for that. I am grateful that I was able to find the words um, without pushing too hard, but be able to find at least some words to hopefully uh, get the mom to sort of stop and think. Because again, benefit of the doubt, she might not have been like, she might not have conceptualized that this could be hard for her daughter. So hopefully that the words might have helped a little bit. And I was able to go in and do my job, which was help this uh, gentleman who at the time in human form was not the nicest gentleman, but I was to help him to go home and cross over because once he sheds that linear time frame, once he sheds that programming body, that, that human mind, you know, of this existence that he was in, he goes right back to being his purest self, which is unconditional love. And it's important to help people through that transition, no matter who they are or what they've done, because ghosts are people too. This podcast has been brought to you by the Crossing Over Community, a loving and safe community of individuals who are shining light on the beautiful process of the death transition. Members of this community are amazing people just like yourself. Join the discussion, access more in-depth trainings, and be a part of this growing movement by joining the Crossing Over Community today.